America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. We are less than 50 days away from the midterm elections. What does a win look like for this administration? I I love that you asked me that question. One thing that I really want to call out is we have Lindsey Graham, Senator Graham, and other and other leaders of the Republican Party who are saying, and they're being very clear about this, folks, we got to listen to them, that they want a national ban on abortion. And it's not going to matter if you're in a red state or a blue state. That means it will be completely banned. That's what they, that is their message. That's what they're doing here. And we have to remember that we can allow that uh, to take us back. We cannot be moving backwards. And it's not just abortion. It's going to be on marriage. It's going to be on contraception. It's going to be on our privacy. And so we have to remember what is at stake for all of us as we move forward. And uh, and so want to call that out. And also, Senator Graham had said maybe about a month ago, early mm-hmm. August, that he believes when it comes to marriage, when it comes to abortion, it's for states to decide. So, Senator Graham, what changed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh, know. What changed? Well, maybe he's getting married. Oh, the ladies of The View, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first of all, to the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Corrine Pierre. Uh, yes, we've told you for a long time now exactly what we're coming after. And we are coming after a complete ban on killing babies in our nation. Now, I know that that is a... Uh, in the Republican Party, that is a split opinion because there's a lot of people out there who are afraid. A lot of people out there who are afraid that Lindsey Graham doing this while we're getting ready for the midterms 
will only give the Democrats talking points. And those talking points will be driven home over and over and over again. They want to ban abortion federally. And my answer is, yes, we do. And for all those out there who are worried about Lindsey Graham doing this, I don't care what Lindsey Graham's intentions are. Lindsey Graham is a Republican in name only. I don't care what his intentions are. All I care is that God is leading everybody to do what he wants them to do. So you might look at this from a man's point of view or a woman's point of view and say, oh, this is going to hurt us in the midterms. But I've got news for you. Roe v. Wade already happened. They're going to hammer abortion home regardless of whatever bill Lindsey Graham decides he wants to put forward right before the midterms to hurt Republicans or help Republicans. All I care about is the ban on abortion. And I'm going to stand on my beliefs. And I'm going to stand on that fact that we told you we were coming for that. So she's not wrong there. Where she is wrong is they asked her, what does a win look like? And she goes, well, we can't forget about what Lindsey Graham is doing. A win doesn't look like anything for the Democrats because there is no winning on that side. There's no policies to run on. There's no policies to win on. Everything they've done has destroyed this country. Every, every facet of every, uh, uh, from, from sea to shining sea of how this country works, the, gri- the gears that grind this country um, forward uh, every single day, they have halted. They have stuck a stick in the spokes of the bicycle, uh, of the wheel of, the, of this country. So everybody knows that. Don't be scared to stand on that principle. Don't be scared that it's going to be a talking point because the, uh, the destruction of Roe v. Wade at a federal level has already happened. They're going to use it anyway. They're going to use it anyway. Now she spins further out of control the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, she spins further out of control, walking back Biden's uh, 2024 election statement um, because the Democrats are trying to distance themselves from Biden because they want to make room for, you know, Governor Gavin Newsom. So here's uh, some more of that. And I, I, I hate to expose you to more view, but here you go. You were on with us. You were pretty unequivocal that President Biden was running again in 2024, because I think I asked you that question. Um, but over the weekend, he said something that I haven't heard him say. He said it was much too early to make the decision on whether he will run, opening up the door, in our view, to my view, to potentially not seeking another term. It's almost unheard of, of course, for a sitting president to waver on running, right? So were you surprised that he said that, that the change of tone? Well, I I will say this, and I think he followed up uh, and said that he intends to run. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's basically been the place that he has been. And I have said that, he has said that, the vice president has said that, that he intends to run. Um, You know, and look, I think for this president, for this administration, it is fo- so important to focus at what to focus on what's at hand, and that's where our head is at. You know, mm-hmm. we have to really make sure that we are promising, living up to the promise that we have made to the American people when it comes to the economy. Right? Oh when it yeah, comes to yeah, human- yeah. When it comes to the economy, when it comes to climate change, when it comes, you know what? It's like asking somebody, hey, what are you specifically going to do? in order to solve this very specific problem. And this is always her answer. Well, 
we got, we're going to do what we've continued to do and what we set out to do. And what we continued to do was what we set out to do. And what we set out to do was exactly what we continue to do. And that is work strong and work hard for the American people and make sure that we are, you know, working on the things that we set out to do and to bring those costs down for those people and to really get people back to work. But really what we have to focus on here is what the other side is trying to do to stop us and trying to stop democracy. This MAGA stuff. It's out of control. We promise to just do whatever we can for the American people, but this stuff's out of control. Yet you didn't answer the question. It reminds me of Dan Aykroyd and Tommy Boy. I make car parts for the American working man because that's who I am and that's who I care about. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you for not giving me an answer. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Kareen Pierre, who has literally never answered one question in her entire uh, career working for Joe Biden as the press secretary. I'm not going to say I miss circle back Saki, but can we at least circle back with Saki? Can you imagine if uh, Kaylee McEnany was asked that question, how they would just say, you didn't answer the question. Answer the question. Cluck, 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 cluck says the hens on The View. But anyway, that is our White House press secretary. So take it or leave it. I'll leave it. You can take it. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, they're only going to run on two things. Abortion and Trump supporters are radical terrorists, which lead to 18-year-old kids getting uh, murdered by crazy left-wing people who drive over them in their car like they did in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And like they just did with this 18-year-old kid the other day who's now dead because of their rhetoric, because of the left-wing rhetoric, which is far worse than go peacefully protest and then go home. Those were Trump's words. We're not going to let them do this. Go peacefully protest and let your voice be heard and then go home. It sounds a lot different, doesn't it? Sounds a lot different than... If, that, if, if they have a different opinion than you, then they're terrorists and we got to stop them at all costs. They're trying to destroy our country. If we don't stop them, if we don't get in their face, if we don't kick them when they're down, if we don't push them out of every gas station, if we don't get in their face in the grocery stores and in the convenience stores and push them out, we got to stop them at any cost because they're coming after your children and they're going to kill them. Meanwhile, that's what they're doing is coming after your children and turning them into a different gender than they were born as. But gender's not biology. Gender has nothing to do with what the way you were, what you were when you were born. Yeah, okay. Keep spinning that web of crap because nobody with an actual brain, no common sense having person is going to sit there and allow you to spit that ridiculous crap out of your mouth and have us go, oh, okay, well, I respect that. I don't respect that. I don't respect that. I don't respect murdering babies. I don't respect gender surgical mutilation to children under 18. I don't respect that. No, I don't. I also don't respect you literally forcing everybody in the world to embrace your sick, disgusting, pedophile lives. I don't respect that. I don't. And then their argument will be, well, you've been pushing your Christian agenda down our throats for, for centuries. The hierarchy of the white male. Look, I don't care what you say. Statistics, numbers, you know, real math, not common core math. Real math shows, I mean, numbers, the facts, the stats, they show that a godly family that stays together and prays together is far more successful, far more happy, and live long, happy lives and contribute to society. How about that? 
How about that? Contribute to society, not crap all over the Constitution. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here. I know we're a little late, but here we are locked and loaded to live from America. Thank you for joining in. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is an honor to do this job for you. I want to get into this, uh, this, these verses tonight, this devotional, because I really, really, really enjoy the very first part of this. And it says, it's for September 22nd, cowardliness is not of my kingdom. Bam. Cowardliness is not of my kingdom. When you are feeling overwhelmed by your circumstances, remember who you are. A child of the eternal king. Not an eternal king, or not an, uh, 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 a king, the king. Invite me into the very circumstances that are intimidating you. And let the light of my powerful presence strengthen you. When you choose to live courageously, I am pleased. And I respond by strengthening your heart. Psalm 31, 24. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. And Hebrews 3, 6. Christ is faithful as a son over God's house. And we are his house. If we hold on to our courage and the hope of which we boast. And before you turn out the light tonight, regain your strength by remembering who you are. Most of you have amnesia. Most of the world has amnesia. And it's not uh, amnesia that happened because of an accident. It was man-made amnesia. It was decades and decades, if not centuries and centuries, of social engineering and ripping God away from you. But God says that nothing in this universe can pull you apart from him once you're walking with him. Remember that. Remember who you are, and then remember in November. Let's go to the Lord right now for the Lord's Prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. As we all go together, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, I want you, no matter what, through this midterm season, through the, through the 2024 season, and for the rest of your God-given life, I want you to remember who you are, a child of the Most High Eternal God. And once you know that, then you can go practice Philippians 4.13. Go look it up. We'll be right back. Once you do that, then you can go look up and put into practice Philippians 4.13, which is through Christ who strengthens me, all things are possible, or depending on which version you have, uh, all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me, all things are possible with Christ who is with me. Long story short, you know the, the meaning of it. With God, everything is possible. Amen? Remember who you are. And also remember to hit that rumble button. Now, a lot of people are saying, I don't have 
a boxing glove or a plus sign. This is what I have. And they're sending me screenshots of a thumbs up or a thumbs down. That thumbs up, the boxing glove, and the plus sign, they all count as a rumble. Now, I'm talking to Rumble about trying to, you know, get a little bit of, uh, you know, consistency amongst the different platforms, uh, but it's not my company, and I can't tell them what to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, OzFan, Jeremy, I want you to win in November. I, I do, too. I do, too. Uh, Lisa Nakan says, 27.58 watching, but only 555.57 uh, rumbles. Please hit that rumble button. I would appreciate that. By the way, for all those watching on Roku and Firestick, I hope you're enjoying the new layout on the LFA TV channel on Roku and Firestick. And for all those watching who have Roku and Firestick, if you want to watch on your big TV and you want to chat on the app, you can also watch on Roku and Firestick on your TV. And they play the day shows, all the day shows, every single day. We update it so it's got the, the, the day shows. And you're going to see some really cool commercials in there, including some from our LFA family members. Shout out to Virginia recovering from back surgeries with five days of spinal fluid leak. Wow. Mike Lindell filed a TRO against the U.S. government. Yes, I heard that. Big shout out to Mike Lindell, by the way. And folks, if you're looking for Christmas shopping, get it done now. And get it done either on the American Strong Companies tab or with my pillow. Are we still addressing this? How many times does this need to be said? Not sure what you're talking about, Norton. Here's how to rumble. <laughs> oh, Voter USA. Yeah, well, a lot of people, you know, we don't have to be, um, we just have to be welcoming to people. We got to help people out when they, when they don't know how to, to do things. And it's okay. Uh, Bargain Queen says, I'm taking creatine. Alex, how you doing? Good to see you. Eagle Fit says, Jeremy, you're looking, or Eagle Fight, Jeremy, you're looking lean. It's that field of greens and the exercising and the exercising. Jumping over to get her real quick. We've got Lovebug07 Love in the building. We've got Brandus Lee says, thank you, Jeremy and the LFA family. You helped me much yesterday. I experienced peace. Brandy, see? You see? A little B-I-B-L-E is all you need. Take one of these and call me in the morning. Uh, Miguel Ortiz won't be in the feed tomorrow heading to Chicago. Hey, Miguel, by the way, uh, for some reason I've misplaced that number you sent me for Trump's spiritual advisor. I was looking for it the last two days. Can't find it. Hopefully you can help me out again. David uh, R. Hatcher in the building. How are you? And Suzanne N. already rumbled, liked, and shared, but yet watching on Getter. That is an LFA family member right there. A soldier of God and a soldier for the kingdom. I love it. Anyone else having freezing issues? I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that. Larry said, sorry I was late. I was canning pickles because Larry understands that we need to tighten down the hatches and buckle up. We got a ride coming. Hey, folks, we'd really like to get to 4,000 views on Rumble. The only way we can do that is if you share right from your app, right to your other platforms. And I've noticed that when you share to Facebook groups and Telegram, believe it or not, it actually brings in a lot more people. Okay, so Facebook groups and Telegram. Here we go. Back to the show. Welcome back to Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell and coming from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, where I proudly report the news from all over the country every single day of the week and every single night of the week. Thank you very much. You can also listen on podcasts, uh, rss.com, iHeartRadio, tuneinradio.com, and very soon we're going to be on the uh, hopefully the Charisma Podcast Network. So make sure you check all of those out as well. Lift up your cups as we have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. 
All right. We've been talking about this quite a bit lately, and it's the whistleblowers coming out of the FBI at an unprecedented rate and an unprecedented number. And this has all really happened, at least with, at, with this kind of traction, with this trend, since August 8th. Okay? All these FBI agents have been coming out uh, and, and basically snitching on what's going on inside the FBI since August 8th. Now, it's not just because of what happened on August 8th, which was the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. It's not just because of that. That was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay, that was the straw that broke the camel's back because what these FBI agents are whistleblowing about has stuff to do has something to do with a wide range of issues. Number one, the the illegal raid on Trump's home. That's one. Number two is something that we actually covered on the uh, September twentieth show on nine twenty twenty two on the eleven a.m. show, which was all of these FBI agents being pulled from serious serious criminal investigations with sex trafficking, drug cartels, and many other things pulled from these places in order to go and harass Trump supporters. We've got these FBI whistleblowers coming out about stuff that happened on January 6th and many, many, many other issues. And ladies and gentlemen, there's a very good reason why I titled tonight's show, The FBI Will Take Down the FBI. Because it seems to me that these brave men and women in the FBI, they've had enough. They have had enough. They worked their whole lives to get to the FBI. And now they're in the FBI. The most respected investigative agency on the planet, or at least once was, and they're sick and tired of what they're having to go through. They're not really sick and tired so much of what they're seeing as they are of what they're being made to partake in. And so many people just can't get down with that. Moral people, people of integrity in the FBI that say, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be your pawn. I'm not going to be the brown shirt that says, I was just following orders. I was just following orders. No, 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 no. Not going to happen. So this first case that I want to highlight, again, is something that we spoke about on the 9-20-22 morning show. So if you go find that anywhere, the 9-20-22 morning show, you'll understand. But let me just wrap it up for you. And it was about the, uh, the FBI basically pulling their agents, and their resources away from sex trafficking and serious, serious crimes in order to just nonstop attack conservative Americans who happen to be Trump supporters. Last night, Tucker Carlson actually did a piece on this with Miranda Devine from the New York Post, and I would like to right now, I'd like to play that clip from Tucker Carlson last night and again, you can watch our clip from 9-20-2022 Morning Show. Check this out. A whistleblower from within the FBI recently revealed that the Biden administration is manipulating the way January 6th case files are maintained. The goal of this is to create the illusion, the false sense that there is a tidal wave of right-wing domestic terrorism all over the country. But it's a lie, because there isn't. Miranda Devine of the New York Post has identified this FBI whistleblower and spoken directly to him. She joins us tonight. Miranda, thanks so much for coming on. What did you learn? Thanks, Tucker. Well, I learned that Stephen Friend, FBI special agent still serving, who was suspended on Monday, is an American hero. 
you know, he had the dream job. He's been with the FBI for 12 years. He's a SWAT team member. But he just could not live with his conscience after he was dragged off these very important child um, porn, child exploitation, human trafficking investigations that he was working on and put on these really bogus January 6 cases that just serve to, uh, I guess, back up the rhetoric that we're hearing from the White House that domestic terrorism is the, the worst uh, threat to America um, since the Civil War. And so uh, he could see from on the ground how the FBI Washington field office was manipulating these cases to try and uh, expand and pretend that the, the problem was bigger than it was. And he also uh, didn't want to participate in what raids on um, people who had just uh, were being, you know, accused of misdemeanors at worst, uh, innocent American citizens. And, uh, you know, it, they were being told to investigate people who hadn't even gone to Washington, D.C. that day. In one case, a man had been at his son's funeral that day, uh, yet he had FBI agents knocking on his door. People were being surveilled. Um, this is just such an abuse of their civil rights. And Steve Friend stood up and said, I will not do this. He did everything the right way. He complained to his, uh, all his supervisors. He told them what FBI rules were being violated and what policies were not being followed and what constitutional rights of American citizens were being abused. And he was ignored. He was threatened. And he's now, this afternoon, filed a whistleblower complaint with the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz. Um, and he's also been talking to Senator Chuck Grassley and some of the Republicans uh, about his complaints. And he um, is there. You see his photograph online, 37-year-old man, father of two young children. Uh, it took a lot of courage to do this at great risk to himself and uh, blowing up a career he loved. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what it's all about, blowing up a career that he loved. It took great courage. He's at great risk, and so is his family. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous what our most coveted alphabet agencies are actually doing within, behind closed doors. And this guy said, I was pulled away from serious sex craft trafficking uh, investigations to go and shake down people who were guilty of misdemeanors at most. And some of them, like you heard, one of them was even at their father at, their, at a funeral. What a, what in a disgusting disgrace that Christopher Ray has turned out to be and the FBI has turned out to be. Look, I don't care which side of the political aisle you're on. You got to stand up for integrity at some point. You got to have integrity at some point. You've got to. You've got to. It's the only thing you have. Remember Al Pacino? All you got is your word and your, well, integrity. And I don't lose either of them for anybody. That's what it should be about. Integrity. Now, there's other, uh, they're, uh, going on a whole nother whistleblowing adventure here from the FBI. Uh, it, it, this morning on Steve Bannon's show, they were talking about uh, FBI whistleblowers coming forward and talking about invisible lines that were created. Miranda Devine, she was on again with uh, Steve Bannon this morning, talking about invisible lines that were created on January 6th. There was no signs, no markage, no anything. And, and these invisible lines that these Trump supporters or patriots supposedly crossed, which were public, uh, which was public area, by the way, which was in public domain, all right, uh, they could be there. 
but they somehow crossed these invisible lines that law enforcement set up that they didn't put any signs up. They didn't put any caution tape up. They had no guards there. There were no cones. They were just invisible lines. And they used these invisible lines that were crossed in order to get affidavits, in order to get search warrants, in order to raid Patriots' homes, men and women who were there on January 6th. And this is more whistleblowing coming out of the FBI. Uh, Let's go ahead and play that clip from uh, Bannon's war room this morning with Miranda Devine when she she visited there as well. Check this out, guys. The issue of domestic terrorism, uh, basically from Trump supporters, is a national widespread spiking uh, existential crisis. And that accords with um, the rhetoric that we're seeing coming out of the White House and, and also from Christopher Ray's office, the FBI director. Um, and he also uh, alleges that, um, you know, some of these cases uh, that he had knowledge of were completely frivolous. Uh, people who had not even been to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. In one case, you know, a man gets a knock on the door from the FBI, which is frightening enough in itself. Um, he had been burying his son. He was at his son's funeral on January 6th, never went near the Capitol. Um, other people who went to the Capitol, never went inside, still getting caught up in this. Uh, it seems um, that the FBI is trying to redesignate grass areas outside the Capitol, uh, which were not um, restricted areas on January 6th, but they're trying to redesignate them post facto as restricted areas so people could be charged for having been there. So see, Um, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. uh, They are trying to designate them retroactively as basically no-go zones that nobody was allowed to go uh, go across. These these lines that nobody was, was, was... was supposed to cross. There was nothing that day. They're retroactively going back, redesignating these areas, which happened to be blocks and blocks and blocks, public areas, and saying that anybody that was even within that area during these times is guilty. Do you want to see the map? Here it is. There you go. There's your new redesignated lines. Anybody that happened to be in any of these areas, which look way out here even, Uh, They're now raiding your home. Why? Because they want the illusion of right-wing extremism happening all over the world. That's all they want, the illusion. (sighs) What it's going to take to stop all this, ladies and gentlemen, is just there's no magic wand like Donald Trump has, right? There's no magic wand except for good old-fashioned tenacity, patriotism, using the law. Being, uh, doing, going to the full extent of the law as you can. Exercising your rights, faith in God, all of it, ladies and gentlemen. But really, just keep applying the pressure. Just keep applying the pressure at a local level. Keep taking over all those small seats. And that cup will fill up real quick. We'll be right back. You know what happens when you have a leak, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, you have a leak, like say in your roof or something, and you put a, uh, a cup under it or a bowl or a pan to try to stop it or a bucket? What happens? It leaks and 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 it leaks for a long time. And, 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 and you even forget about it. A lot of people even forget about it. And it'll fill up and it'll fill up and it'll fill up. And if you forget about it too long, the leaks are still going to keep happening and they're going to keep filling up that cup. And sooner or later, the cup is going to run overfloweth. Right? 
You're going to have an overflowing of water coming out of that cup. That right there is us. The water filling up that glass, that is us. That's what we've been doing since November 4th of 2020. We've been filling that cup up by taking over school board seats, taking over city council seats, taking over county commissioner seats, taking over state representative seats, taking over state senate seats, taking over attorney general seats, taking over governor seats. You get what I'm saying? From the ground up, we filled that cup and that cup will overflow. And when the cup overflows, you're not going to be able to stop the outpouring of liquid or us patriots i got two strikes against me on facebook good job carol great job that's a that's good i love that i love strikes on facebook that's good that means you should you should post more live from america bobby neal says made it y'all we'll share the video bobby let's get it out there we want to see four thousand people tonight 4,000 people tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you out there can proudly say, I have taken the Field of Greens challenge? I can say that. Not only have I taken the Field of Greens challenge, I will be taking Field of Greens probably for the rest of my life or until I retire and have my own garden and literally live off my entire garden. Because I can tell you this, folks. If Field of Greens uh, is something that you're looking into, um, anybody who wants weight loss, anybody who wants to breathe better, anybody who wants to feel better, look better, taste, smell, hear better, see better, think better, not have your brain everywhere focused, then why wouldn't you do it with the very same stuff that God intended to put in your body to begin with? No medicine, no pharmaceuticals, no crap, no chemicals, all organic fruits and vegetables. That's it. They take them out of the ground. They take them off the tree. They take them off the bush. They grind them up. Boom. There you go. There's your powder. There's all your greens that you need for an entire month in one jar. And I can tell you, if you take the Field of Greens challenge, not everybody, but a good majority, 99% of you, it will change your life. And if you don't believe me, just ask each other. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code LFA. If you want to continue getting a discount after that, sign up for a reoccurring order every month and you'll get a massive discount. And you'll get discounts on other products that they have there too at Brickhouse Nutrition. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use promo code LFA and let the LFA family know how it's working for you. Uh, Mary I am says I ordered it but it hasn't gotten here yet Will you let us know and when you get it take that picture and send it because field of greens is going to highlight LFA family not Jeremy Harrell LFA family that will never change the donors will never change the family will never change Lewis Kreps thank you very much for your monthly donation Kathy Witt thank you Patricia Watson and Ann Brink. Whoa, me and Ann Brink go way back. We've got a story to tell you. Rich and Doris England. Vicki Slocum. Dave Wakefield. Tracy Augustine. Lisa Smith. Patty Ganame. Ellen Sanford. Vicki Schaefer, as always. We love Vicki. Chris Uselton. Uselton, Karen DeBello, DeBello, Jean Bagnell-Thomas, Nanetta Dougherty, Michael Wood, and Carrie Price. Thank you for your monthly donations to the show. Without you, the show doesn't exist, even with the little bit that comes in from sponsors. And by the way, we are going to be highlighting American LFA family businesses very soon. Very soon. So, 
Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Come back from this commercial break, and we'll go back into the Getter chat when we come back on the next commercial break, okay? Hold it down, Getter. Hold it down. Keep reposting over there, just like we're rumbling over here. All right, here we go. Folks, thank you very much for being locked and loaded right here on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell. I'd also like to give a big shout-out to Drew Hernandez, Jack Posobiec, all the great guys of Studio 6B, all right, and everybody before the, 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 uh, those shows as well, uh, Dr. Gina, all right, we've got uh, Amanda Head and John Solomon, all right, we've got David Brody, Steve Gruber, we've got uh, Karen in the morning, Ed in the morning, am I missing anybody? Come on, ladies and gentlemen, we're all together, we're working hard, let's do this, and big shout out to the Rav Getter chat as well. Um, this morning, also on Steve Bannon's show. Now we talked. We were talking about Steve Bannon's show this morning. Uh, that uh, when Miranda was on there this morning, but also Jeffrey Clark joined Steve Bannon this morning to expose another corrupt bureaucrat, another uh, corrupt law enforcement official of the Trump era and before, and still continues to be. And that is Bill the Blob Barr. Bill the Blob Barr, ladies and gentlemen, new FOIA requests. We're granted, and in those FOIA requests, we find out that Bill Barr lied big time, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we already know that Bill Barr lies all the time. But this one, ladies and gentlemen, came uh, from a FOIA request that said that when Bill Barr said that he was investigating the 2020 election fraud, he lied. He never, ever opened up an investigation into the 2020 election fraud. He never cared about the election fraud. He never cared about uh, the stolen election. He never cared about what Mike Pence did. He never cared about what Joe Biden did. He didn't do anything. He lied. He was a coward then. He's a coward now. Remember when he, t- when he was in that photo of President Trump going to the church? And he's like, oh, I don't want to get impeached. He was a coward. We knew right there that his knees were wobbling. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, we found out he was not only a coward, but a liar too. And where there's a coward and a liar, ladies and gentlemen, there's usually a Democrat. Check this out. To you with news about, uh, you know, someone who could be called Colonel Clink these days. Bill Barr, uh, former attorney general, uh, who said that the uh, election issues were thoroughly investigated. But uh, FOIA information just came out at this point from two more districts. There there were FOIA requests put in to 12 U.S. attorney districts uh, in multiple states, the the key battlegrounds uh, where electoral votes were were in play uh, for, you know, whatever party uh, wanted to win, Biden or, or Trump, that election. And after Bill Barr had issued a November uh, 9th memo saying that there should be investigations of the election, uh, the FOIA document requests have come back with no documents, the null set, Steve. Uh, so no investigations were done as a result of that memo. There's only one of the 12 districts that has not yet come in. That's the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. But it's amazing, right, that uh, it's like a kabuki dance. A memo was issued, but nothing was actually done about it based on that uh, FOIA uh, responsive uh, you know, uh, uh, things that have come in. And the only district that has not yet responded is the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. And I'll <laughs> remind you there, Steve, that the U.S. attorney in uh, Philadelphia, the Eastern District. He wrote a letter to Trump last year, and he said that he had election fraud issues, serious ones, to investigate. He asked Barr for permission to investigate. Barr denied it. Barr would not let him hold a press conference, and Barr told him to send anything he had to the Democrat AG. Well, there you go, folks. And and again, this isn't anything that you and I don't know. That's the worst thing about uh, doing the real news 
is that we all already know things that we report on in real time, but then we have to re-report on them when they're validated months or sometimes even years later. 90% of the stuff that, that is reported on LFA or RAV doesn't even get reported on places like Fox News for two or three days. So it's super frustrating when we've been talking about this for a year, two years. But now, just now, it gets validated through a FOIA request. Unbelievable. And Bill Barr, what a big disappointment. He, he's right up there with Christopher Ray. He's right up there with, um, uh, who's the, who was the other attorney general before Bill Barr? Jeffrey, uh, Jeff, uh, whatever his name. I can't even remember his name at this point. They all come and go. All these rhinos and all these uniparties, uh, uniparty communists and, and Marxists, they just come and go. They just come and go, and every one of them are a disappointment. Unless you are willing to put it all on the line like a Governor DeSantis. Unless you're willing to put it all on the line like a, like a Donald Trump or a Kerry Lake. Well, then you're not going to be remembered. Not only are you not going to be remembered, you're not going to make a difference. What kind of life would that be? Jeff Sessions, that was his name. Jeff Sessions. What kind of life would that be to make no difference and not be remembered and not even help anybody and not do anything but just exist? That's what a lot of these people do and they get paid millions of dollars to do so. Massive disappointment. I want to go to this next story real quick because I don't know how I feel about this. There's two stories that I'm going to do tonight that I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I could go either way, but if, if you can go either way on something, you got to think to yourself, okay, who's pushing it and who's not? Who do I trust more and who don't I trust more? Why would they be pushing this issue and these people not pushing this issue? I'm all for transparency. I'm all for the truth. So that's why I don't know how to feel about this next story, and I really want your input either in the comment section or by emailing me at jeremy at jeremyharrell.com. GOP senators block a bill requiring dark money groups to disclose their donors. Now, Senator Josh Hawley said that he's concerned that donors would be doxxed if, if, if all donors, if every donor to every campaign was exposed in the light. Senator Josh Hawley said that he's concerned these donors would be doxxed and hassled and harmed. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But let's get into this. Senate Republicans today blocked a Democrat-led measure to require so-called dark money groups to disclose the identities of the donors who contribute more than $10,000 during election cycle. Now, I would hope that works both ways. The vote in the 100-member chamber was 49 to 49 with every present Republican voting against the bill and every present Democrat voting for the bill. The bill is not new. However, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer first introduced the legislation in 2010, and it has been reintroduced in every Congress since. Josh Hawley of Missouri told the insider that he's concerned that the donors would be harassed. Now, Senator Ted Cruz cited that in 1958, the Supreme Court decision uh, that determined that the state of Alabama, which at the time was largely controlled by segregationist Democrats, could not be forced Uh, could not force the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People to disclose its members because racist Democrats wanted to go after the NAACP and persecute their supporters. Democrats in 1958, folks. Democrats have wanted to do this for a long time. Now, let's get back to my 
how, how this just kind of puts me in a rough spot. I think that everybody who donates money to a campaign, to any political party, should not have any problem doing that. If you're going to put your name behind the money and put your money in the pockets of the people, then you should have no problem saying, hey, I gave that person money. That's how I personally feel. I personally feel that if anything is run in public, and it's, it, it, if you're running for a public seat, if you're running for an elected seat, whether it be state level or a federal level, I believe that everybody in the world should be able to see who donates to you and who you're taking money from. I don't have a problem with that. Why? Because I believe in integrity and standing up for what you say and, uh, and believing in what you say and believing in who you fund and believing in who you back. And if you're scared because you're going to get doxxed, uh, harassed, or hurt, well, then maybe you shouldn't be donating money in the political realm. But I also understand that we live in a very different world, and now these same Democrats, uh, are the same Democrats of 1958, who were lynching black people back then, who were going after black people back then and going after brown people back then, now they're going after just Republicans. So it's a weird, it puts me in a weird position. I think there should be transparency everywhere, but I understand why Republicans voted against this. Let me, tell me in the comment section, tell me how you feel. Do you feel that everybody who donates money to a campaign should be in public? Or do you think that it should be in private? I, I understand both ways. I really do. That's why it puts me into a, in a conundrum. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I need you guys uh, to tell me what you think about that. Tell me what you think about that again in the comment section. Now, another thing that I, I told you I was going to, two things, two things that I just, I, I don't know where I stand on this. However, I will say that the Democrats pushing this last thing that we just talked about makes me not want to, makes me want to side against it, right? These Democrats wanting this transparency so bad makes me not want the transparency because why are these evil devilish communists pushing so hard for something? So that's kind of where I, I might uh, pick a side is who's pushing the issue. We might not know why, but who? Now, here's the other thing that I can't really get behind and I can't not get behind it. I don't know what to think of it. California, uh, Governor Hairdo, Governor Gavin Gaslight Newsom just signed a bill legalizing human composting in California. You heard me right. Human composting starting in 2027 will be legal in the great state of California as a new burial method to bury your dead. The bill was introduced by a Democrat, Christina Garcia from, Bell, from D. Bell Gardens, and it was just signed into law by Governor Gavin Gaslight Newsom. Now, let me play this video for you, and then we're going to talk about where we stand on this issue. Let me play the video. Here we go. Stretching and expensive, Californians will soon have an alternative end-of-life option. It's known as human composting, and as Eyewitness News reporter David Gonzalez tells us, supporters say it is an eco-friendly choice. Making arrangements on what to do after you die can make people uncomfortable, but it's an important conversation to have. For me, this is personal. I'm a caretaker. I've had to have these discussions with my family members about end-of-life and their wishes and their desires. Assemblywoman Christina Garcia says even though traditional end-of-life options like burials and cremation exist, Californians will soon be able to consider another method, human composting. I'm excited that we're doing something that, you know, for some individuals is about that experience I want to share with their loved ones. 
once they pass away. Garcia says the new alternative is a respectful, cheaper, and environmentally friendly way for humans to be returned back to Earth as soil. When we have a coffin and we put that into the ground, there's a lot of chemicals that get leached into the ground and that oftentimes ends up in our water. When we do cremation, there's a lot of carbon emission. One cremation takes about 30 gallons of fuel to complete and blows 530 pounds of CO2 into the atmosphere. Micah Truman is the founder of Return Home in Washington. He says human remains are placed in a vessel where the body is transformed into soil in 60 days. And when it's done, we have soil that we give back to the family. The family can put it anywhere they want. The rules are identical to that of, of cremated remains. Groups like California Catholic Conference are against human composting because of the lack of dignity toward the human body. But Truman says this option is growing in popularity and gives people a chance to restart the cycle of life. All right, so let's talk about, well, now at its face value, when you first read that, you read human composting. What in the H-E double hockey sticks are they talking about? But then you think about just like weddings, just like Christmas, just like everything else, it has been it has been monetized to a way that you can't bury a family member these days without going bankrupt, Right. It costs so much money to bury somebody. And then you think about this. If you're talking about respect for the human body, what do you embalm the human body with all these chemicals and all these fluids, right? Where do we come from? The dirt, the dust. Where does the Bible say that we are to go back to? The dirt, the dust. So, we, and, 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 human, and human burial or human, you know, uh, sending somebody off into the afterlife has changed from century to century to century to century to century to century. So, again, I don't know how I feel about this. What I do know is Democrats are pushing it. I do know that humans are flawed and it would turn into a disgusting mess like the streets of San Francisco with humans uh, having going to the bathroom on the side of the streets, feces being everywhere, everybody living all over the place, dying on the side of the street, bodies laying on the side of the street after they're dead. So when you, again, again, this, is, this comes down, it does come down to a moral issue, but it comes down to me is, look, we're going back to the dirt anyway. Uh, God's going to give us new bodies anyway, so I'm really not, ex I'm really not against it, but I'm not for it. Again, I'm not against it or for it. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Maybe it's morbid. Maybe it's not. Educate me because I don't know what in the heck is going on in this world anymore. All I know is if a Democrat's pushing it, I probably don't want it. <laughs> How about you? Anyway, let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, and we'll be right back right after this. So here we go. I see nothing wrong with it. Uh, turn me into a tree, please. No respect. So you're going to put mom and dad in your flowers. I don't think I want to be somebody's garden soil. No, no. These there, There's places that they do this. There, it's not like you're just doing it willy-nilly wherever. There's literally places where they do this. They do it for you, with you, then they give you back the soil. It's not like it's just like go out in your backyard and do it. Um, I've heard of it all now. Human burial opens Satan doors where people will be murdered and buried. Take a flying leap. I'm claustrophobic. No burying me. <laughs> I don't think you're going to care. Uh, no respect. They place Jesus in a tomb. Oh, my God. So, so there's a lot of different opinions here. I don't think anybody's either wrong or right. I'm going to pray on this, and I am literally going to go, and I'm going to ask people in my community of my church what they think about this. And, what, what like, it's really weird. I, there's very few things that I go, I don't know. 
I mean, there's very few things that I'm like, I really don't know. So please let me know what you think about it. Because I see a mixed messaging here, and that just goes to show you that we're free thinkers, and it doesn't mean that we're all trolls, all right? doesn't mean that you're a troll if you say something different. But the fact that a Democrat is pushing it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I want anything to do with it. So Arrow Pink says it's disrespectful. Somebody says against, no respect. I want to be cremated. Uh, bury me in the backyard with my horse. Your body is God's temple, not fertilizer. Well, what, do you ha- what happens when you put a bunch of chemicals in it, you know? Let the choice be the families. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's a really odd, it's a really odd uh, thing. It's something that I never thought we'd see. Hey, folks, we got 1.4 thousand on Getter. Please do a round of reposting. We have got 3,100 watching, almost 3,200 watching on uh, Rumble. Please do another round of sharing and rumbling. If you haven't rumbled yet, I would appreciate it, please. Um, we're going to get back into this. But speaking of cleaning things up and, and speaking of, like, you know, uh, dirty and throwing in the dirt and all this stuff like that, we got to talk about EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen, this new thing. This new air purifier that me and my wife got. I'm not going to show you a video today, but EnviroCleanse is doing amazing things in my house. I know it's doing amazing things in other people's houses that actually have had this before we did. And EnviroCleanse is an amazing, amazing thing. The air you breathe in your home can have the greatest impact on your health, which is why you deserve a solution that not only captures but eliminates pollutants from your environment. And that's the EnviroCleanse difference. And that's why we're the only air purifier that offers a better health promise to destroy airborne contaminants and have a lasting effort on your health. Consciously crafted with your health and safety in mind, the EnviroCleanse air system gives you confidence that the air in your home isn't compromising your health. And I'll tell you this, folks. I did not even talk to you about this until it was in our house for over three weeks I'll take pictures of it to show you it running. I'll take a video with it. It's not very loud. It's about the loud as a fan. But I'm going to tell you what. Everything that's in your house will be sucked through that thing, and you'll be breathing like you're walking outside. And once you leave it and go to another person's home or go in your basement or go into a part of the house that doesn't have the 1,000-square-foot radius that this thing has, you'll notice it. And if you don't notice it and you don't like it, you get a full money-back guarantee. If you go to... um, E K the letter E and the letter K pure.com and use the promo code LFA. You get 10% off and you get $150 value absolutely for free with a third party test kit. So check it out today. And we're giving one of these away at the end of this month. And I can't wait till we get, I know that there's people out there in our family that really need this and we're going to find out who we're going to give it to. And we're going to give one away. We're going to give one away. Ladies and gentlemen, we have 1,060 rumbles. Can we get 1,200 in the next seven minutes? That's our goal. We need to get 1,200 rumbles total in the next seven minutes. So let's kill it, folks. Here we go. Let's come back from this commercial break. All right, welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. And uh, thank you for being here. Weird stories tonight, weird topics tonight. And again, things that I just, (laughs) I'm like, kind of stumped on and that's why I wanted to do these stories so I could get your opinions so I could see where we all kind of you know where we're where our thought process is here and what I've noticed is we're very very different in how we think but we are all connected in 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 like a Christ-like uh way of life and that's what I love free thinkers 
who are all working towards kingdom building, but we're not robots, which means we're not Democrats. Now, we ended the last segment with what to do with our deceased. And now we're going to start this segment, which asks what killed a 26-year-old kid from New Zealand. Now, you might say, Jeremy, I thought this show was called Live from America. Why are we talking about New Zealand? Well, because, ladies and gentlemen, a coroner from New Zealand has come out and officially and unequivocally said that what killed this 26-year-old man who was very healthy from New Zealand was the COVID-19 vaccine itself. Rory Naren, 26, a resident of Dunedin, New Zealand, died on Sunday, excuse me, died suddenly on November 17th of last year. This was just 12 days after he'd received his first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. According to the reports, Rory died in the house he shared with his fiancée, Ashley Wilson. He was also found by Ashley in their bathroom of their Dunedin home around 4 a.m. Since getting his shot on November 5th, Rory had experienced myocarditis-like symptoms for about two weeks. His death led to a coroner's inquest that was conducted by Coroner Sue Johnson not to determine civil, criminal, or disciplinary liability, but to establish when and where Rory died and the cause and circumstances around his death. The weird part about this is, is we're just hearing about it now. That's the weird part, is we're just hearing about it right now. Why? Because these stories are held down so that nobody can hear about them until it's too late. Now, the inquest lasted three days in the high court at Dunedin and heard from witnesses, including Naren's fiance, uh, Ashley Wilson, the person who vaccinated him, MedSafe and uh, some other place I can't even pronounce the name of. The inquiry was a fact-finding exercise to consider whether the coroner needs to make specified recommendations, which may reduce the chances of further deaths in similar circumstances from ever happening again. Johnson today released her findings into the cause of Naren's death in which she states, I am satisfied from the written evidence I have received and the oral evidence heard at inquest that I have sufficient evidence to now establish the following. A, where Rory died, B, when Rory died, and C, how Rory died. After hearing the evidence from pathologist Dr. Nolan Hong, Johnson said she is satisfied that the COVID-19 vaccine itself caused the myocarditis from which Naren eventually died. In Naren's post-mortem examination, Hong saw mild ath- uh, atheros, <laughs> never mind, and uh, of the aorta and a slight bulge in the small intestine. In her, ex- in her expert opinion, neither of these were related to Naren's death. Samples were also taken, which confirmed caffeine and cotinine, a metabolite of nicotine, were in his blood. No alcohol, no cannabis, no synthetic cannabis, or any other drugs were detected. Inspection of the heart muscle and the outer lining of the heart showed myocarditis and pericarditis. Hung then carried an, an intensive pathological examination of the heart. She stated that the cause of the myocarditis came down to a diagnosis by exclusion. Hung also excluded all other known potential causes, including certain medicines such as the antipsychotic medications, uh, clozapine and risperidone. Ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of too late, right? 
This myocarditis and para, uh, myocarditis and pericarditis uh, alerts that we've been trying to scream to the world that we all got suspended from or all got banned from these platforms, these social media platforms, for saying this for the last three years. They're now coming out and saying, do you know how dangerous that is? Like, I get it. I get it. A guy sitting in front of a, a guy sitting in behind a camera in front of a cross with a flag. That guy doesn't know anything. He can't even read certain words that coming out of the medical field. I get it. I get it. Steve Bannon, look at the guy. I mean, look at him. Does he look like he knows anything about medicine? He can't be. You can't be listening to that guy. What about Alex Jones? Ah! Can't listen to that guy. You got to listen to these dancing nurses on TikTok. That's how dangerous this is. If they would have investigated all of this stuff when we were screaming from the highest mountain about all of it, how many lives could have been saved? Now, I know that left-wing people don't really have a value of life, so they don't really care, but I do. How many families out there today are suffering because their loved one is lost today because of this stuff? How many people are dying today because of complications with their third or fourth booster and not of COVID-19 itself. Here I am. I'm completely unvaccinated. Now, I know I'm young, but I was 40 pounds heavier four months ago. I was, I was, one, of the, I was at one of the highest risk groups for dying of COVID, and I caught it twice. I'm still here. And I am very glad that I wasn't pushed And I wasn't in a position where I had to take the vaccine, which is where so many of you are right now. So many of you were made to take that when you didn't want to take it. And so many of you are sitting there saying, I I hope I don't die. You see this position that we're all in? It's almost like if I talk bad about the vaccine or tell you the truth about the vaccine, that I'm insulting the people that took it, but I'm not. But that's what they want. They want us to be divided over the stupid vaccine and over the stupid mRNA technology and this COVID sickness. They want us to be divided over it. They wanted to force some of us to take it while others they couldn't force. They wanted that to happen. It should have been the family's choice. It should have been the individual's choice. My body, my choice. Because to hear about all of this now, it's not good. And ladies and gentlemen, before we end this next statement, or this next segment, I will tell you this. Gas prices are on their way back up as well. Gas prices are on the rise again, despite Joe Biden depleting the U.S. oil reserves. And it only validates what we've been saying here forever. That there was no reduction in the price of gas. There was a reduction in the demand because it got so high. And everybody stopped demanding it and started carpooling or quitting their jobs because it was too expensive to drive to work. Or getting a job closer to home that wasn't as good as the job that they had an hour away. That's why the price of gas went down. And now that everybody is demanding less, the price of, and, 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 and people have said, uh, okay, the price went down 40 cents, 30 cents. I can afford to do this again. Now the demand is going back up. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden reducing or releasing oil reserves or anything like that. That was always a temporary fix. That was always a bullet, a bandaid on a bullet hole. Always. So I hope you got wood stoves, and if you do, you better order a quart of wood right now and get it stacked up and let it dry out 
because gas is going through the roof again. Expect a dark winter through this recession that Biden caused. And remember something else, ladies and gentlemen, that not only are these food plants getting destroyed everywhere during this gas crisis, and the food crisis is now happening because of the 200 food plants that have been destroyed. Now, gas plants are exploding. Gas and oil plants are exploding. We just had the fourth gas plant explosion since June. That's one a month. So now we've got the gas and oil industry completely destroyed. We've got the food industry completely destroyed. We've got the supply chain completely interrupted. And, and uh, um, now gas is going on the rise again. Get ready for a hard dark winter ladies and gentlemen and we're going to stay on the lookout for all these gas plants exploding too because it's not a coincidence it's not a coincidence that all these food manufacturing plants were destroyed and now these gas plants are exploding it's not a coincidence it's something strategic and we will get to the bottom of it one more commercial break here on rav and we will be right back right after this stay tuned I know, Lisa, I know. Let me read you a little bit of this story. Two employees were killed last night in an explosion at a BP Toledo, Ohio refinery. The BP Toledo refinery was safely shut down in response to Tuesday night's fire where two employees died. The cause of the fire, guess what? Same thing as all these people just dropping dead. Nobody knows. Jeremy, my hub and I will be looking over our shoulder at Moderna lot, 24081, the rest of our lives. Our employees forced, our employers forced us. See what I'm talking about? I'm not mad at anybody who took that vaccine. I'm not mad at anybody who decides to wear a mask. And if you think that's the case, then you have not been listening to me for the last two years. Stuff is happening on purpose in this country. And if LFA TV doesn't exist to expose it, then who's going to expose it? Fox News? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I got two great pieces of news. Let's come back and get into it and finish the show strong. Are you ready to rumble one last time? Are you ready to repost on Getter one more round of sharing? Here we go. Let's finish strong. Eric says, uh, Eric says what are we to do? Keep watching here and we'll, 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 we'll guide you on what to do every day. Or pray. One of those two. But every day we're doing something. Every day we're doing something and we're fighting somebody. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to close up shop and wrap it up here on LFA here tonight on September 22nd. I want to thank everybody on RAV. I always want to thank everybody uh, from the LFA family and the LFA audience. They're the strongest, best, most kind and compassionate people on planet Earth. And this show would not exist without the LFA family's donations and their support. Now, to get into some good news, Boycott PayPal is now trending on Twitter after it shut down numerous advocacy groups, um, including Gays Against Groomers, UK Medical Freedom, Free Speech Union, and others. Boycott PayPal is now trending on Twitter. PayPal owes the lie from America Family $6,000, and they refuse to give it to us. I wonder how many people they screwed over. I wonder how much money they took from people in the last two decades, or however long they've been around and exploited people just to get rich. 
I ask everybody today, get rid of your PayPal accounts and go with AlignPay. AlignPay and Cornerstone, those two companies work together. They're owned by Christian conservatives. Get rid of these companies that just make money off you and hate your guts. It's, a, it's about time that we see Twitter dying, PayPal dying, Facebook dying, YouTube dying, Good uh, thanks to Rumble, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Folks, we are taking over. We are winning. That's why they're focusing so hard on us. Losers focus on winners while winners focus on winning. You may not feel it every day because of the doom and gloom of every day of the news, but every day we leave you with something inspiring or something encouraging or something courageous at the end of this show. And it's always something good that we've done. And I think boycott PayPal is a great trending uh, hashtag. Put it all over your social medias. Boycott PayPal today. Now we talked about Rumble. Rumble was in New York City today. They took over Times Square. They rang the bell at the markets. Why? Because Rumble's going to take over YouTube in three years. In three years, YouTube will exist, but it'll be like the MySpace of of video platforming. Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, the Nelk Boys. Do you remember the Nelk Boys? They interviewed Trump at Mar-a-Lago. They put it on YouTube, and then after it got a million views, they, they took them down. The Nelk Boys are leaving YouTube right now. The Nelk Boys have 4 million uh, followers to every video they put out, and they're going to Rumble. They're going to Rumble. That guy Tate, whatever his name is, Tate, he just took all his millions and went to Rumble. YouTube is dying as well. People are sick and tired of the censorship, so we're winning, 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 winning. And all you got to do is not give these people your time, your money, or your effort. Meanwhile, all over the countries, all over the country, I should say, while we're winning, Democrats all over the country, anti-Trumpers look like this. (laughs) Oh my God, this is it this time. This is it this time. We got him now. The walls are closing in. Come on, come on. Like I said yesterday, 2016, we got him. 17, we got him. 18, we got him. 19, the walls are closing in. Now, 2020, this is the beginning of the end. 2021, this is it this time. 2022, come on this time. More than likely, he's sitting on a toilet to pee right now as well. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow for more Live from America in the morning and the evening. Until then, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, keep spreading that gospel, and visit JeremyHarrell.com. Come today, ladies and gentlemen. God bless each and every one of you. I'm leaving the show. See you later. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.